We have another live show for you guys. We're coming back to New York City because I'm back in town. We put something together for May 15th. We're back at Sesh Comedy. Show starts at 7.30. Doors open at 7 p.m. I'm so excited. We loved Sesh when we were there the last time. I'm pumped to be able to do another show back in New York so soon. So Wednesday, May 15th. For tickets, head to our website at findingmrheight.com slash live. That's findingmrheight.com slash live. You can get your tickets right there. That ticket link will be up as you are hearing this announcement. And the venue is BYOB. So if you want a drink, bring a drink. If you like a Diet Coke, bring a Diet Coke. And we're going to hang out afterwards. We can say hello to everybody. Hope to see you all there. See you there. It is officially outside season. It's important to be wearing sunscreen every day. And you want a sunscreen that's not going to make you break out. And we cannot recommend apostrophe enough. I've been starting to play grass volleyball outdoors now that it's been getting nice out. I bring it with me. I am almost out of the tube because all of my friends have been using it and loving it. It's great. It's easy. It's so efficient. It's an online platform. You go on. It connects you to an expert dermatology team and can get you customized acne treatment for your unique skin. I get my tretinoin through apostrophe. It's so easy. You can just put it on subscription. So it just immediately comes to you and they offer prescription treatments for all types of acne, hormonal, facial, even back, chest and butt acne. And we have a special deal for our audience. You can get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash FMH when you use our code FMH. That's a savings of $15 and this code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash FMH and click get started. Then use our code FMH at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, apostrophe for sponsoring this episode. Your version of treading lightly is much lighter than mine, by the way. You have a friend that I'm like, should I just DM him? Do I have to ask Allie? Like, can I just DM this man myself? I mean, the answer is yes, you can absolutely DM him and you should. Hello and welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Height, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host, Erica. Erica, hello, hello. Hello. How are you doing today, Allie? Not good. Not good. I was out. I actually wasn't out that late last night, but we started at 3.30 and I mm-hmm. got home after midnight. And it, I today has been quite the struggle. And when I am hungover, I often have heightened anxiety. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. it's also related to dehydration. I think some people call it hangxiety. Sunday scaries. Sunday scaries. Took my CB- sunset CBD gummies today. Put a couple drops in my coffee. They truly, truly make my life better. Oh, yeah. I brought actually some Sunset Lake CBD stuff on the Bachelorette I just went on. Oh, nice. To give people a little try and stuff. And uh, this morning, tons of people were checking that out too. And uh, it also helps for obviously a bunch of people were flying home. Yep. So if you have any flight anxiety, also great for that. Just help everybody stay calm, you know, stay zen. Yeah, uh, it's it, the best. The best. So guys, definitely check out sunsetlakecbd.com and use our promo code FMH20 for 20% off. You could use it multiple times. Buy stuff for you, buy stuff for your friends, buy it for the next bachelorette you go on or engagement party uh, that Allie went to. Yeah, I should have just been handing them out. <laughs> yeah, get it for your wedding favors, you know? That's Everybody likes genius, a little CBD. Genius idea for a wedding favor. I love that. But not bad. Yeah. Sunsetlikecbd.com. Code is FMH20. Get 20% off. And thank us later, really. Yeah. You'll love it. You might be more hungover than me. And I was at a bachelorette this weekend. I today is a bleak day. It's now it's now 5 38 p.m. and I'm kind of okay. 
But it was it was a rough day. Rough day. Rough day, but fun night. Very fun night slash afternoon. Um, my friends got engaged a couple of or like a month ago. And we celebrated at the time, but this was their like official engagement party. Very casual. We went to Barcade in Jersey City. Oh, I love that place. I've been there for a birthday. Yeah, it was super, super fun. fun. Um and but it so it started at like three. I got there around three thirty ish. And so we were basically out until I got home like after midnight. Oh damn, okay. So we used to went there and we like hung out there for a while and then we went a couple doors down to this place, the Ashford, because people wanted to watch the Giants Eagles game and they have like massive TVs everywhere. So we did that and did a lot of dancing and a lot of fun. And I met a man. You met a guy. I did. In the in the real life, in the wild. In, in the real life. <gasps> Wait, so not from the party, from the second location. Uh, no, from the party, but at the second okay. location. I, I had not. Well, I think appa- apparently I have met this man before. I do not recall that. Okay, but it's kind of vouched for. It's like friends of friends. Yeah. So he, So what's funny is, backing up, I got when I got to Barcade, I was very hungry. And so I sat down with four or five volleyball girls mm-hmm. who were also eating. And they all happened to be single. And so we were talking about dating. We were talking about apps and they're having similar experiences to what we've been talking about, about feeling like January is supposed to be this awesome time on the apps and it just doesn't feel that way. Yeah. Not not so much. It just doesn't, right? Like it's Mm-mm. just so tough out there. And so we were talking about that. One of them is incredible at meeting people in real life. Like one of those people that's like, I've just never even really used the app. She has. Okay. And but she you know does. what I mean when they're like, but she's Ugh. just so good at it. Like every time we go out, I, she's not a super close friend of mine, so I, haven't, I don't go out with her that often. But every time I have gone out with her, it's like, oh, and there she is talking to someone. Like it's like, how? How, how does she oh, end up talking to all these give people? Give me her number. I'll go out with her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've tried to understand these people's energies and copy it. And I've learned, you know what? Just hang out with them. True. Just go out with them. Let True. them exert the energy and get the get the male group over here, you know? Yeah, so then, so she was talking about, but even she was saying that recently it's been harder. Mm, in person. She in person, yeah. Interesting, okay. And so then I was telling them about the Pig Beach Kirk mm-hmm. and, you know, how then he canceled on me and da 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 and all this stuff and, you know. And then we were joking. We were like, oh, like, maybe we'll meet someone here. And we looked around and we were kind of laughing to ourselves because we were ta- we were the only patrons at Barcade. Like there were maybe like three to five additional people that we didn't know there. Mm -hmm. Everybody was with us. So we were just kind of joking of like, oh yeah, we could beat, maybe we could meet him. Oh, we know him. Like maybe like, like just joking. Right. And so, so that happened. There were a lot of people there. So I did not see everybody that was there. was hanging out, talking, whatever. Eventually we went to the second location. I ended up going earlier than most of the group. Okay. To like stake out a spot, whatever. So when they came in, I noticed that there was this very cute guy that was with the group that I had never seen before. I don't recall seeing him at Barcade. I don't recall meeting him prior, though apparently I had. He is my friend who got engaged. He's her former roommate. Oh. And this man, there wasn't like a super glow up or something that made you be like, oh. No. Interesting. 
So you definitely have met him before. I've met him before, but we, she and I got to be really close in 2020 and she was living with him at the time, but like we weren't going over to people's apartments with with other people. Like I wouldn't be going to her apartment and hanging out with her, her stranger roommates. Yeah. Like they wouldn't be comfortable with that. Gotcha. So, and then she moved in with the guy, my other close friend that she's now engaged to. Oh. Um. So I started talking to the guys that she had come in with. Two of them are her former coworkers that I have met before. And I was talking to them and was like, they they know that I do this on the side. So they were like asking dating advice. One of them had like just broken up with this guy. And so he was like getting my advice on the things, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the roommate, which we're going to call him the roommate, by the way. Great nickname. The roommate was like in our group. At this point, I think he's also a former coworker. Like I think they all know each other. Yeah, something. Yeah. Turns out they don't. They just met that day also. He came like totally by himself to the party. Okay. Love that, by the way. Yeah, same. And so we were all talking and he he and I started talking. He definitely remembers meeting me before and he also knows about Finding Mr. Height. Okay. Double win then. Yeah. So he was like, oh yeah, I forget. He said we met at her birthday party, which I'm sure we did. Um he was like, yeah, and you come up in my feed a lot. Like, we, probably, we like, follow a lot of the same people, obviously, because, like, we have mutual friends. He's like, yeah. you come up in my feed, like, all the time. I was like, oh, that's so funny. It's destiny, actually. It's so – it's <laughs> The algorithm is your true destiny, okay? Yeah. So even at that point, I definitely thought he was cute, but I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to keep talking to this man. Like, I was there on my friend's engagement party. Like, I was, like, bopping around, having fun with people. Ended up, like – back over where he was talking to him again. And I, then I was like, oh, I'm feeling a vibe here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think, I think that he's into me. Yeah. And I was honestly like, I was kind of deciding whether I wanted to do anything about that in that moment. Was it because you have the mutual friend that you feel? Yeah. Little, should I Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, should I like, you know, whatever. I'm like, let me just kind of see how I continue to feel here. And... Your version of treading lightly is much lighter than mine, by the way. You have a friend that I'm like, should I just DM him? Do I have to ask Allie? Can I just DM this man myself? The answer is yes. You can absolutely DM him and you should. (laughs) I'm like, whatever. I'm probably, I'm leaving this town eventually. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Not to derail your story. No. So you're way more polite than me. I'd be like, what? It's in person. What are you, you know, there's a vibe. No, but I I, need your permission when there's a vibe. Clearly. It wasn't even, wasn't even like permission, but it was like. I wanted – it was more of a slow burn for me, let's put it that way. Yeah, fair, fair. Where I was like – I definitely thought he was cute, but I was like kind of just feeling it out about like whether I was also feeling a vibe on my end. And then – so the Giants-Eagles game was on. It was getting very rowdy in the bar. This guy behind me kept like bumping into me, a guy we didn't know. Kept like bumping into me. And at one point, the roommate like – Kind of like he was like, hey, like let me switch with you. Like that guy's being really. I was not saying anything about it. He's like that guy's being really like all over the place and aggressive. Like let me switch with you. And he kind of like put his hand on my waist to like move mm-hmm. me to the side to take my place. And then and we just stayed that way with the hand on you. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And then all I right. was kind of like leaning into him. Yeah, and you were cut. You felt that comfort. Yeah, and then. Sign. Yeah. And then he then it got like a little hot. He took his sweatshirt off. He has tattoos, like a like a big like sleeve on his 
upper arm that was right. very cool and so that I was asking about that and like touching his arm. Oh, come on. I mean, I was gonna say, are you a big tattoo person? I have four. No, I mean like, sorry, I meant like an attraction. Oh yeah, I really like them. Like you see someone covered. That's one of those things that like, I have this weird theory. Funny, we'll get to TikTok theories. I should make this for TikTok. But I have this theory of like, if you hook up with someone that has a trait that is unlike any other trait you've hooked up with before, and then they're good in bed, you suddenly are attracted to that trait now. Wait, so it's that's really funny that you said that because here's where my tattoo thing came in. This is mine too, I think. <laughs> Same thing. So, okay, so... For- also, I'm not into like covered in tattoos, but I am into like a nice arm sleeve. I, I'm kind of can go either way, honestly. I feel like, but it grew on me because I hooked up with a dude that had a bunch of tattoos and he was great. And I was like, what have I been doing this whole time? This is what have I, why was I avoiding the tattooed men? They're uh, the best. <laughs> like I officially, I was just like, they're the best. No arguments. That's I have it. one, I have one piece of proof. And Sample size of one and I'm in. It was me and then Kourtney Kardashian did it. I was like, sold. Everybody be sold. Got something. (laughs) Um, Well, what happened to me is my longest relationship is with the the guy we call the coach. Yeah. And that's the relationship where like towards the end of it, I was not – I was like – I basically like didn't realize that I like wasn't into it anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thought towards the end of that relationship that I would that my like sex drive was just changing. It turned out that I was just that I had just like developed beyond that relationship that I didn't want to be in that relationship anymore. And that was impacting how I was feeling romantically. Oh, yeah. I can't I can't fake the physical if I'm not into you anymore. Yeah. And so after we broke up, the first guy that I loosely dated we went out on dates, but it was mostly just like a fling. He had tattoos. Hell yeah. And yeah, I had never – I had only ever been with like very like clean cut more so mm-hmm. types of guys. And yeah, then I was in. Same. I was always attracted to super clean cut and it's the same thing of like you get your first beard. You're like, I love beards now. I yes. got my first bald dude. I was like, bald dudes are fucking great. I slept with my first <laughs> super anxious man. I was like, the anxious guys are the best. It's like, Erica, I think I think it's probably just, you know, based on the person. But I'll still have this theory in my head. It just turns like, out you liked that guy. Yeah. Oh, no, piano player. That was the last one. Relationship oh, guy was a piano player. Hilarious of not good with his hands. Oh, but I still was like, these piano players, man, I tell you. I tell oh you, God, you got to get I love it. <laughs> So, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, derailing. So, uh, you're touching the tattoos. I'm touching the tattoos, and I, I have them, but they were all covered because I was wearing like long sleeve sweater. And so, all of them were covered. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have four. And then, yeah, maybe you'll like, see them later. <laughs> well, I was, I was like showing them to him. And um, I was taking my shirt off in the bar. Just I- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I want to do anything about this. Let me just take my shirt off. Yeah, you're like, I'm in Jersey City. You know what? We're in vacation mode. We're in all the way in Jersey City, vacation mode. I could, I could take my top off. I could take my top off in this Jersey City bar. <laughs> um, did not do that. But I wouldn't then, judge you if you did, Allie. <laughs> so then, so we're talking. We're talking. At some point, I had like a little sidebar with my friend where she like gave me the green light. More so, not like in a permission way, but more so in like a he's a good human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of way. Um, cause she knows that I'm like looking for something serious and like that, like, you know, I'm not you got the cosine. Yes. Put it, I'm not looking for a casual fling, put it that way. So, right. you know, I basically was like, is he, what's his, what's his mindset? You know what I mean? 
mm-hmm. before I – because I'm not going to just start asking this man that question in this bar right now. For sure. Um, and yeah, so it was super great. And at some point I was like, I think this guy wants to kiss me. Mm. I'm like, I'm feeling a vibe. I'm pretty sure he's like going 70 to see if I'll go 30. Yeah. And well, you so already cozied up to him. I don't doubt I him. did cozy up to him. And so I went the 30 and we kissed. Was this, okay. First of all, very exciting. Happy for you. More kissing, less crying. We're, More we're, kissing, less crying. We're, 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 we're living our new motto. Um, but here's my question for you. Yeah. Are you super comfortable doing PDA in front of your group of friends? Apparently so. <laughs> I was like, you kind of have a track record of it happening more often when your friends are around than when you're by yourself, which is so interesting to me. I am completely the opposite. I'm like, well, if you motherfuckers roast me in the group chat, I'll kill you. Like, I, I don't like feeling like people are watching me spit game, if that makes any sense. Except my sister, because I weirdly feel like I'm flexing because she's five years younger than me. I'm like, watch oh, this, watch child. This girl. Yeah. <laughs> um i i don't care um obviously because now it's happened twice but like also for the record like i hadn't kissed someone out in public like that in like two years and it just happens to have happened twice in the last month yeah i was like i can't remember if you just said this on patreon or public you were like oh i haven't like kissed someone out in the wild in a minute in a long ass time yeah or it was from a date you haven't so yeah, no I still have kissing. yet to I still have yet to kiss somebody after a date. That's what like it was after a months. date. Okay, the disco ball was the last person that I kissed like in a date c- capacity. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to get into this stat, but the people I've slept with that first took me on a date, let's say that's a low number overall in my life. <laughs> let's just all openly say that. Anyway, uh, so, so how anyway, was the end? How's the end? So point? then, so and it, it, well, it's funny you say that about kissing in front of your friends too, because. Um, we I had a FaceTime debrief in my group chat this morning where I like mm-hmm. I was woken up I was woken up by a FaceTime mm-hmm. from my group chat to like debrief on on the evening and one of the things that my friend who got engaged said is she was like yeah I was saying like I don't think I've ever seen Allie kiss someone before hilarious look at you yeah well because again I met her or I I've known her for a long time but we got really close in 2020 mm-hmm. right around the time when I broke up with the oyster so like. I haven't been with a guy around my friends in a really long time. Yeah. My friends have only seen me kiss one dude and it was like a hello kiss and a goodbye kiss. Yeah. Uh, Eggs Benedict is the only one they uh, saw yeah. me. You know, not that I'm not a PDA person, but just, yeah, I've, I've rarely been in that situation. So it's funny that that I feel like brings you better juju. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe so, it's a comfort thing. You're just like more comfortable. You're like, my yeah, people are maybe. here. Bopping my bag around. won't get stolen. I can make out with this man with my eyes closed. Like- I, I left my phone charging on the bar with a stranger. I was just real loosey-goosey last night. I literally walked up to this is. girl who was sitting at the bar watching the game and said like, hey, you're going to be sitting here for a while. Do you mind if I plug in my phone or just put it in front of you? And she said, no, no big deal. I then went to get it and she didn't see me do that. And like an hour after that, she came up to me and said, did you take your phone back? Cause it's gone. Oh wow. Okay. I'm so like, really was so looking nice at you. So anyway, that's a sidebar sidetrack. Um, so he, I forget at what point he had asked for my number, but he, he asked for my number. He was like, all right. So, you know, I feel like we should exchange numbers. And then while we were still there, I was getting a drink and he texted me. I'm going to read it. This is blank. 
would love to grab a drink or dinner at some point. Oh, love it. Ooh, and, high date. Dinner. And I wrote back like from the bar. I was like, hey, Blank, this is Allie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Because you're corporate. You're too corporate for your own good. Even even making out in your bar, Lucy Goose's self, you were like, this is Allie, spelled <laughs> like this. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> I, mean, I think I was connect. being funny. And then I said, I'd like that to happen soon, smiley face. Um, Great. And so we're going out this week. We already <gasps> set a date. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. Ooh, the only catch with about this man is that he lives in what might as well be the end of the earth relative to me. The story of Queens? <laughs> no. That's oh. not that bad from where I'm at now. Actually, it's not. Your old place, that's, that's at least yeah. yeah. No, he lives in Harlem. Oh, okay. It actually probably is about the same. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's basically really what's hard, hard about this is you're like, it's not an easy car. No. Mm. I took a car home from Jersey City last night. It was so expensive. Yeah. Um, but he happens to work much closer to me. Okay. And obviously I work from home. So we're going to go out after work one day. Oh, perfect. So that, and he said he's going to pick a place that's like in between where he works and where I live. Okay. As annoying as it is to have that long commute to the other person's place, I sometimes feel like that weeds people out in a good way. Oh, like I have to like really like this person in order to like. Like both ways. Or yeah. it's like indirectly this is making you feel like you got to work a little bit for the relationship, both for you and for him. And like one theory yeah. I pulled up, I don't know if we'll get to it today, but it basically is based in like you all value stuff more or almost want it more when you have to work for it more. Mm. And this is such a basic thing that like I feel like a lot of times, especially it's, it's very New York or insert whatever city here that you're like oh the traffic i have to drive through to get there and it's like okay if you are into this person though do you really care no yeah well there is like actual psychology behind you like something more that you've put effort into because yeah. of cognitive dissonance so that it's like your brain your brain wants you to like the thing that you put a lot of effort into because if you don't like this thing then you were dumb to put effort into it so like you're you're predisposed to like the thing that you tried really hard at yeah, and I feel like indirectly in dating, it makes it like, you can't hit me up last minute. No. This isn't even an tw easy 20-minute car ride, even if I, I skip the subway. No, like, absolutely not. I, no, you got to plan and you got to show up. Yeah. So so I like it. I'm and a, also I'm in my head, player. I'm like, he, he, he lives in the same place that they lived in before. Okay. Um, and so he has a roommate. So I'm like, well, I don't have a roommate. So if we were to date, we would be here. <laughs> I mean, hey, you can make that rule of like... Just keep doing it after his work. He's already in Brooklyn. Make it easy. That is the gentleman thing to do. I always notice that. If a guy says, what neighborhood do you live in? I'll come to you. Yeah. Always appreciate it. So that was very fun. And that date will happen this week. I'm excited about it. And, well, I assume it will happen this week because the trend of getting canceled on fucking continues. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I was supposed to have a date with... We talked about this on the Patreon already, but I was supposed to have a date with the guy from Hinge that I mentioned on the pod last week. Right. And he canceled on me a couple days in advance due to work. He, like He's in production and their filming schedule got changed. Which and happens. He, it happens. I, I don't think he was lying about that. But like he offered an, an alternate time. I said yes. And then I have not heard from him about it since. Still no word? Still no word. Oh, what the fuck? I fuck know. That. Fuck that. Exactly. So it's like, but why? Why are people being so flaky in the new year? I, I have no idea. And, like, and I'm sympathetic. I've worked a production job before, so I get it. But it's 
the, the no answer is insane. I know. And then in addition to that, I mentioned last week that I'm going – that I was supposed to go to a speed dating event this week. Oh, right. I actually told I, my guy friend about that because he asked me about speed dating. Oh. It's, I mean, like I said, I enjoyed it. However, I got an email today that said that I didn't buy a ticket soon enough and it reached capacity before I got a ticket. Jesus. Ask me how many minutes after they sent the email I bought my ticket. Two minutes. 32. But you bought one. It was available. Correct. Okay. The chances that this event booked up within 32 minutes, I, I'm a little skeptical. Yeah, that feels like was that a marketing play to get people to buy more? Probably. Maybe. But I can't go. I'm not going though. So. Oh, okay. You can't go. No, I can't go. It's at capacity. Before I booked the ticket, they refunded me. Oh. Damn. So like either their their ticket purchasing system is really terrible. Yeah. Because you would think they would know that. Or they just evaluate all the people who buy tickets and curate the event and then tell you that it's because it's at capacity. Maybe, because I'm like, if they're trying to do whatever specific pairing, maybe, maybe but that's like, it. But I'd rather that. hear that. Yeah. Say that. Like, I just find it really hard to believe that it sold out in 32 minutes. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know if they filter by like gender and sexuality when you buy the ticket or if they it's don't. after. They don't. So, so that, that would make more sense if they're like, oh, we didn't have enough men. So we had to cut the numbers down. I'd be like, okay, well, appreciate you it. looking out, you know? Yeah, but they they got to get that figured out because yeah. it it's a really shitty experience to like have a confirmed ticket to an event that's in two days mm-hmm. and then them to say, oh, we just realized now it's over capacity. Yeah, no. That's two why days. I think, yeah, it's on Tuesday. Oh. Well, the universe is just telling you – you got to go out with your friends more. I got to keep out making out people. with people in bars. That's what the universe is telling me. Stop Truly trying though. to stop trying to do other stuff. Just go to bars and make out. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I have a weird update that came what? out of nowhere. Um. Last night, I get a message from. Remember the guy I went out with right before I had to move and everything. It was. Um. I don't know if I even gave him a nickname. He was like the musician that travels a lot. Oh shit! Yeah. The um. Did we give him a name? I don't think upright we did. Upright bass? Didn't he play the upright bass? Yeah, he played upright bass. Travels yeah. a lot. I met him at a show originally. Yeah, we yeah, finally go out. We kissed on that day, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the guy that you had gone out with right before we went to that party in Hoboken. Yes. Yeah. So neither of us reached out to the other one, and it was like, I'll right. go on a second date if I hear from you, right? Mm-hmm. So at this point, I don't even remember when that fucking was. I had a crazy month. Whatever. Yeah, I get December. a DM from him on Instagram. Not this man has your, story. This man has your number, right? Oh, he has my number. Yeah. Which I understand you reply to my story and say something. No, sure. just just a blind message. It says, Erica, just saying, not ghosting, but in Europe for a while. I had a great time hanging. I'll bug you when I'm back early February. Cheers. No. I'm like, dude, the fact that I couldn't even remember when I went out with you is like, this is way too long in between. Not, it's been a month. At least a At month. At least, because it... More than that, because a month ago would have been basically Christmas, and it was before Christmas. Dude, I don't give a fuck if this was three weeks or two weeks even. I'd be like, get out of here. Someone I was on the fence about, and it's, I I think you mentioned this to me once that Rourke had a situation that it's like, buddy, this isn't, I didn't think you were ghosting me. I didn't reach out. Right. Like, I don't It's not ghosting. It's literally not ghosting because you didn't reach out. Yeah, and I'm more annoyed of like, you're going to Instagram DM me? It's like, probably because you went to text me and we're like, oh, fuck, I didn't ever reach out to this girl since our date. It's like, yeah. Yeah, oh, fuck, yeah, yeah. So but did it's you just, reply? 
No, I didn't even open it. This is my request. So I just oh. pretended to not see it um, because I don't want to go out with them again. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like this. Also, it's like, oh, we'll hang when I get back. I'm like, I don't want to hang. Ya. I'll like, bug you when I get back. Ugh. Yeah, it's no. one of those things that I'm like, oh, he seems like, you know, mature and has his shit together. Like this man's 40, I believe. And I'm like, oh, you 40 year old child. Get out of here. Go, yeah, I don't, go play I don't with like someone that. else's instrument. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's just like, but it was such a, it just was such a weird message. I was like, this is the weirdest way you've tried circling back. Like, again, it's all in the phrasing. I, it's like, I would have respected if you just were like, hey, sorry, I like never reached out. But yeah. I would love to see you again. I'm traveling right now. There, yes, there Whatever. is a way. There is a way that that man could have come back a little better. That. Yeah, like there, there's a there's a world in which you could you could have entertained him circling back. Yeah, or like that is not the world. Yeah, and I've been on my flow shit of people in real life, so I'm just like, well, I'm just gonna keep riding this high then. Like, yeah, don't care. But yeah, that was uh, my fun little update, and um, I know the gang. Wants to hear about the uh, guy I met at the show, King of Queens. Yeah. Uh, I was supposed to go out with him this week. I got locked out of my apartment that day. Yeah. So had to bump it. I had the bachelorette this weekend. So we're figuring out something for this week. So I'll have an update on him coming up. Exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for you to go out with him more and like have that kind of build situation. Yeah, I... It's funny that you experienced it like all in one night that it built up for you. <laughs> and for me, it didn't, I didn't fully get there to making out with him in the bar. But um, I did feel of this. I did feel the feeling of like, oh, the attraction can grow here. It's because it's not zero. Yeah. It's there. And uh, also like literally the guy I just mentioned, you know, whatever, bass player versus King of Queens. King of Queens, super communicative, reaches out, sent me a text before uh, my flight Thursday, like remembered I was leaving and just the littlest thing like that. Just being like, hey, I hope you have a great time on your trip really nice cute you're like mm, fucking cute okay yeah all right i like that a lot yeah it's nice nice to date date multiple that's what we're going to continue to do date multiple compare them put them in a competition more no <laughs> no i'm no. kidding but you indirectly do that though well yes good of course way. like in your mind in your mind like you're there's there's no way that your mind is not going to make comparisons between people but right but it's good because then i'm not focused on one yeah and i think it's also helpful to be like oh i really like this thing and you know okay i'm seeing i really like this thing about this person or i really like this other thing about this other person and it just you you gather more information about what you're looking for and what works for you yeah always so i am all about embracing my natural hair texture and pros products that are customized hair care have really been helping me with that there's nothing quite like finding the right products for your hair that not only make your hair look its best but also make it the easiest to do it and the easiest to get it there it's also really cool that they can customize it so much like based on your zip code the type of water you have what goal you have so like i could put in that i have a frizz control goal which nothing has really been able to tame my frizz and pros is really doing a good job of it yes there's nothing like getting something that is uniquely for you and also freshly made. It's like all these other products, if you buy over the counter, you don't know how long it's been sitting there, sitting in a warehouse. You get a custom hair care. It's made to order. And Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash FMH. So you'll get your free consultation and then 50% off at pros.com slash FMH. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash FMH. 
So something that I have started incorporating into my daily routine is our new sponsor, Happy Mammoth, and specifically taking their Hormone Harmony. It is plant-based, it is nature-inspired, and it is herbal. I'm a little conscious. I want to make sure I know what am I putting in my body. I want to be taking the right type of things. They have got it down at Happy Mammoth. Yeah, they're really dedicated to making women's lives easier, and that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They really make no compromise when it comes to quality. I have really been appreciating it for when I'm feeling like a little off or down around that time of the month. Because I have an IUD, I don't get a period. So it often surprises me when I'm at that time of the month. And this has really helped level me out in those times. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier to manage PMS, their estrogen control specifically. It also is helpful if you're going through menopause or premenopause as well. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use our code FMH at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code FMH for 15% off today. So Erica, you know I love a fancy drink and something that's been really helping me to do that without consuming more alcohol than I want to is Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails. They're 0% alcohol, made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and honestly tastes just like your favorite cocktails, but without the alcohol. I like to have a few things in my fridge that give me a little bit of flavor, and their flavors are amazing. They have the lime, margarita, grapefruit, paloma, ginger lime, mule, watermelon, mojito. One of those has to sound good to you. I think they're all great. My personal favorite is the watermelon mojito. That one is so good. I recently had a few people over and pulled them out of my fridge. They had never tried them before. They're now hooked. They've ordered recess mocktails. We're spreading the word. I'm not a day drinker, but I want to go for the hang. And it's the perfect thing to bring to those scenarios that you're like, I'm here, I'm having fun, I got something in my hand. But if you're not a day drinker like me, then a recess mocktail might be perfect for you. You can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Okay, so I am very excited for today's episode. Uh, we all We all love TikTok, all right? We're scrolling it. Things are popping up. I come across so many random different like dating theories and dating advice. And so we've accumulated a little combo for today's episode to talk about these different theories or advice nuggets and uh, see if we agree, disagree, whatever's going on. But I'm very excited. I think this is the fun app. I am too. And I think, yeah, a little bit of a palate cleanser episode. There are so many theories out there. We're not even going to scratch the surface of the ones that we took notes on. So I feel Mm -hmm. like there's room here for more episodes to come. And if people have theories that they want us to debate, you can submit them at our suggestion form, findingmrhyde.com slash podcast. I'm excited. Let's get into it. Where do you want to start? Me too. Uh, Do you want to start with this Bustle stuff? Yeah. Okay. So recently, Bustle wrote a whole article. uh, And it was this girl saying she spent two years trying TikTok's dating advice. Which was a very fun article. I can't, I can't, and I came across it funnily enough on TikTok because somebody was talking about her having done this. Exactly. And it's one of those things like you scroll enough, stuff gets in your head, and you'll be in situations that you're like, wait, do I want to try that theory I heard of? Um, so she interviewed uh, a couple people. Actually, she interviewed Matchmaker Maria, was one of the interviews. Yeah, she did. Who, okay, this one's not in the article, but have you seen lately her Stanley Tucci theory? Yes, that like a guy's opinion on Stanley Tucci is like indicative of, yeah. He's giving, very giving. Very giving. He's yeah. the perfect combo of masculine and feminine balance of like you're secure in your masculinity to say that you love Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was like, yeah. I was like, my dad loves Stanley Tucci and I would like to think that about my dad. There you go. Don't, I don't hate that. I don't I hate like, that theory. He's a good man, Sonny Spira. All right. <laughs> okay. So let's start with this one because I, 
indirectly heard about this one, not from TikTok. Uh, the red nail theory that men are attracted to red nails because they've seen their mom and their teachers or any women in their life with red nails or red lipstick. So part of this theory is anytime men see red nails, it catches their eye. They're going to compliment it, notice it. Um, and they're saying it's cause they're attracted to it. Now this trend specifically comes from men that grew up in the nineties. Ah, because I always had red nails on. And then weirdly I had girlfriends point out to me. They were like, Oh, are you trying the red nail theory? I was oh like, my God. So funny. I was like, no, I just, I've never liked pink. I'm like, I've never had pink nails. Haven't you noticed? You know? Uh, but funny, my friend said to me, it was from the nineties, like childhood, like stars that men would look at that were really, really hot. Like in those early years of puberty and red nails were a trend. Like, like Pamela Anderson. Yes, Pam Anderson from Baywatch. Uh, Rihanna is another one. Gwen Stefani, Marilyn Monroe, Jennifer Aniston. Like, there's all these women that like notoriously had red nails, both like in TV shows, movies, whatever. So I almost lean towards. I almost think that part's more true than the first part of like your mom and your teachers. But alas, I'm no red nail theory scientist. <laughs> I yeah, I mean neither am I, obviously. But like, I think it might be more related to just the color red and how there are. There is science behind associating the color red with passion, with love, with attraction. Mm -hmm. So it could be a combo. I mean, who knows? obviously we're not going to get like figure out exactly the truth yeah. from a science perspective on this podcast right now. But I do think there is something to be said about the color red being something that activates attraction in not just for men, but that, that color in general. Well, it is the most eye-catching color and it's like – also, that's why when you studied psychology of color, that's why like, you know, exits are lit with red mm -hmm. and emergency things are with red because it will catch your eye. Yeah. And literally in a case of emergency, the most important thing you need to do is know where to where the where to go. Because um, I always thought you were supposed to wear red on dates and psychology stuff has shown that like, yes, it attracts the eye in terms of like you're out in a bar. But it actually is like a more intimidating color for someone that wants to like approach you or open up to you. Yeah, that's where going back to Matchmaker Maria, she has the green dress theory. Yep. Where mm -hmm. she suggests wearing green on dates. Um, green or blue. Yeah. Or Yeah. But yeah, so I think I think red nail theory generally I think it makes sense. Obviously, I'm not saying like everyone needs to start painting their nails red so that men will like them. Like, no. No. But I also this isn't just true for red. I get a lot of personally serotonin from having a really bright manicure. I like looking down and having it catch my eye. They're mm -hmm. bright fuchsia right now. I love it. So I'm all about this theory because I just like bright colors on my nails in general. Yeah. Cause it specifies a bright red. Yes. Like literally think like the red of a lifeguard, like bright. candy apple red. Yeah. Bright. Very, very yeah. bright. Cause I was going to say same thing of in general, I've just had guy friends that like, they're just super into, they notice nails period and they just are like oh, i just i love like a nice manicure on a lady it's not really specific on the color yeah but um yeah i mean it's one of those things it's like hey welcome to try it easy thing to try uh i'd say more so yeah with in line with you of like if you typically go super super dark color again not saying you got to change for people but if you switch to like a little bit of a brighter color it's interesting to see like does this somehow get some more attention Try it and see. Otherwise, also, this is a very low stakes thing to try. Super low stakes. Like, change your nail color. If you hate it, you could take it off in 15 seconds. Yeah, truly. 
or two weeks if you do gel, whatever. You could still take it off. Like if you decide you don't like it, right? Like, you don't have to have it tomorrow. You could easily take it off. Right. Um, the next thing, one of the other things that she tried that I have read this book years ago is the theories behind why men love bitches. Yeah, they have several principles. Yes. And I'm I'm not a huge fan of those books. Funny um, Why Men Love Bitches is one of those books. I think not bad. I think there's a handful in there I do agree with. I will I will admit. But it's like, you know, depends on the piece of advice. I think that the thing that I... So what she, you know, kind of like what she had said in the article was like, stop seeking validation from him, wanting his focus to be on you. Um and like looking for that like constant reassurance, which mm-hmm. there's some of that that's, yeah, you should also have your own shit going on and, yes. you know, getting validation from yourself also. Basically, I feel like this is irking you because it's saying if you ask for more reassurance, that means you're an insecure woman. Right. Which I don't agree with either. But I do agree with like if you need constant reassurance and you're constantly being like, hey, how do I you know, how is this? Does this look okay? Is this, this, and that? Like all those questions constantly. Like I've been around people that are like that in general, not someone I was dating. And it is a little bit like, Hey, you need to get some confidence to yourself. Like my job isn't to constantly, you know, reassure you. And, and essentially I have been around people that I perceived as insecure. And I was like, this is annoying. Like I will admit it is annoying. It is a little energy draining. There's not like, it's not somebody else's job to provide you all of the assurance that you need. Right. But I but yeah, that that's the reason that the reason that it irks me is because I felt like it was it felt shaming to me at the time as somebody who does tend more anxious that I wouldn't be able to find a partner who could help me in that and who could be a soothing presence and who could where I didn't have to hide the fact that I tend anxious. I totally get that. I see how you saw it that way. Uh, Cause I was going to ask, like, I think a lot of this book too is also just like early dating. So like, For sure. So let's say you're, I don't know, anxious or a little insecure about you. You got a new dress from rent the runway. Right. And you're a little bit like, I don't know if I love it. Da, 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 da. Showing up to the date. Would you like ask this date? Like, how do you think I look in this dress? I was a little, I'm not really sure about it. Like, like almost asking for that reassurance in that moment, I would guess no. Certainly not. Right. So I'm like, I think that's what she's kind of getting to is like, hey, don't be that person on the first couple dates. Like you're getting to know this person. Confidence is attractive. Like, yes, we all have insecurities, but like when you're opening with the insecurities, it's a little bit like, oh, okay. All right. This is going to be, you know, a lot of work is kind of the impression. Yeah, and I I think that there's there's like a time and a place for that, right? And I think you're right. It probably does tend more towards early dating. But I think that when I was reading it, part of me was like, okay, but like when can I? Yeah, fair. Do that, and it didn't it didn't feel like it was given. It's been a while since I read the book, so maybe I should read. I'm like looking at it actually. It's on my bookshelf. Like maybe I should revisit it and see how I feel about it now because I also didn't have this platform when I read it. Oh, okay. So maybe I would have like a different perspective on it now, yeah. but. It, it just felt very much like, and then you need to continue on this way forever. Yeah. I, and I hate any advice that's like, hide yourself forever. Exactly. But. Exactly. And that's how it felt. That's how it felt to me mm-hmm. reading it at the time. I get that. Um, so. I get it. Fair enough. 
Um, okay. So there's a lot of these videos that the article referenced that people do the like number one mistake that blank are doing when they're dating. Okay. Yeah. So it specifically picked a really popular one that was number one mistake that women make when dating. So the big part of this video was to basically don't put all your eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. And it was saying that often for women more than men, you meet someone you really, really like and you just decide like, I like them. And then you just let anyone else that's interested in you, that's talking to you on apps, whatever, you just let them die out. You're not responding to messages. You're not interacting with them. And it basically says, do not do that. And it claims this is how you set yourself up to be played. And it does you know, emphasize that women are tend to be naturally one, one person kind of creatures. And we want to focus all our attention on the relationship and have it grow. And, you know, we're not as good as men as keeping our options open. And often that women kind of want to get that guy and settle down quick. Generally speaking, I don't love advice that generalizes so much. So like that, I always struggle when videos like that come up that like make broad statements about, you know, all women this or all men that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, just no, absolutely not because everybody is an individual. (laughs) Yeah. Or this, especially this one, people that are, you know, ethically non-monogamous Right. Men or women are immediately like, no, I actually want multiple people. Yeah. No, I don't want not. just one partner forever. So yeah, that does not, that does not apply to me. Mm-hmm. And so that I think, and I understand that people that make these videos and that do this advice, like it is difficult to have nuance in short form content. And yes. there's people that are playing the game for the algorithm also to mm-hmm. be a little controversial so like I always take that with a grain of salt too when I see these videos. I'm like, this person probably doesn't think that incredibly black and white thing. At the same time, they're putting it out there. So I'm going to talk about it as if they do. Right. So I do think that having like this like laser focus on one person so early can really lead to you not seeing like the broader picture or not evaluating whether you actually want to be with that person Kind of like we were saying earlier, actually, with the cognitive dissonance of like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I picked this person. Yep. So this must be the person that I want to be with. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, why would I have stopped dating other people? And now when things come up that are maybe red flags to you or things that you don't like or, you know, that your boundaries or your standards aren't being respected or met respectively, you might be more likely to let that go because you have this like, oh, well, I've already selected this person mentality. You know, for me, it's not usually like a, I've already selected this person. It's more, I'll often feel, oh, I rarely ever like anybody. Yes. And so then when I finally do, it's hard to not feel this like excitement or like, oh, I really want this to work just because I, I finally have this feeling again, as it's a feeling I don't think I feel often. But yeah. but I think this advice comes, I don't know if this is like rooted in an anxiety that a lot of women I know that have been kind of anti this advice and they've just been like, you know what? I'm not a date multiple people. I get anxious about it, whether I'm super into a guy or I'm not. They're like, uh, I like dating one person at a time. Like, fair. So what? You know, I have a friend right now that uh, did that and now this guy's her boyfriend. And she was like, it makes me more anxious when people are like, well, don't put all your eggs in this basket. Like, don't do X, Y, Z. So I feel like this advice is something that I think it really depends on the person. However, I do agree of like, I'd say, look, if you haven't hit third three dates with this person, do not be shutting off other options. Yeah. At least make it to three. Like three, I feel like is so rare that people make it to that number. It's true. That I'd be like, hey. I can't even make it to one. Yeah. 
Right. But, but and it's, it, you know, whatever you want to define, hey, are we not seeing other people? You have every right to bring that up whenever you want. For sure. And it, there is a balance too because I, I went through this when I was dating the disco ball. Because when I was dating the disco ball, I was also dating the comeback kid and the journalist. Mm-hmm. I met the disco ball first or technically I met the comeback kid four, five years ago. But, uh, you know. But like I had started dating him first and things were further along. My feelings were further along. But I wanted to continue to date the other two because I I liked them and I was still exploring things. But I also didn't want to totally focus on the disco ball and like lose sight of anybody else. However, then at a certain point, even though the disco ball and I weren't exclusive yet, it's I personally started to feel a little bit disingenuous about the other two guys. Right. And I think that's where that guilt comes in. Yeah. And or you just feel bad. Like I've even had that debate with just attraction can grow. So not even dating multiple people. I'm like, okay, but how many dates do I give that to grow? Because especially, you know, as women, I typically don't pay for dates. The man typically pays. And that's something that I'll start to feel guilty about of like, okay, well, now I feel like I'm leading on someone. If I go past like three dates and I'm still going, eh, I don't want to kiss him yet. I'm like, yeah. at what point am I kind of being like a leading on asshole or I guess a bit of a fuck boy, if that technically is a <laughs> definition, you know? Because um, I was going to say for you, do you feel like almost not putting all your eggs in one basket actually helps you not get anxious and overly invested? Yeah, it, I have found that dating multiple people early on. It mostly just, I think, helps me understand that no one person is the end-all be-all. And that like if things end with one person, yes, that's going to suck if I liked that person, Mm -hmm. but it's not the end of the world. And I think like putting that laser focus in on one person early on Mm. can make it like seem like they're the only person. And like you said, oh, I rarely like someone. And so if things end with this person, when will be the next time that I like someone again? Right. Yeah. And also my beef with some of this dating advice that is in this category of basically like not initiating and don't do X, Y, Z. I'm always like, well, that's easy to do when I don't really like them that much. Very much. (laughs) Very much so. Like It is very hard to follow these rules when like, I do like them. I naturally yeah. wanted to do X, Y, Z. And and I hate being in that spot where you're like, well, now I feel like I shouldn't because of this TikTok advice I heard or this yeah. book I read. Like, Or and, yeah. when I see them being like, you should always be dating three people at once or whatever it is. I'm like, who who is consistently finding three people to date at the same time? Yeah. Or that they want to be yeah, dating at the exactly. same time. Exactly. Yeah. Honestly. They want, exactly. That, you know, not just three random people. I'm sure I could walk out on the street and just, at, you know, like, if I weren't going to be discerning at all about who those three people were, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. But like who is consistently finding three people that they actually want to date for extended periods of time all the time? Like I did have that one scenario where I was dating those three people. That is so rare. Right. Like the only time it's ever happened where there were three people I legitimately liked. And hilarious one is like was literally a comeback. Yes. So it wasn't even like kind of genuinely at the same time, even though it was, it was like, oh, technically this is a person from my past that resurfaced. So you're like, all right. How how are you? Um, Okay. I have a question for you. What do you think about the advice that coffee is an unacceptable first date? I think this really depends. I feel like in a city, this is weirdly a reasonable thing. However, 
I have a theory of I'm always like, oh, someone that does coffee dates is going on a lot of dates. Oh, uh, maybe. They're going on a lot of dates and I give benefit of the doubt of like, I don't think that means they are fucking, you know, five people at the same time or they're this huge player. I'm like, I think it either means they're going on a lot of dates or that they don't make that much money. And so they can't afford to be doing, quote, higher value dates, as some people say, but I'll just say more expensive dates. Because even drinks, it's like you often get two drinks. And yeah, one drink, up. yeah, one drink alone is often more money than a coffee where we live. So it's kind of a combo, but I think it just means I take it as they're going on a lot of dates and I don't take that personally. No, I mean, per per the previous conversation that we were just having, it's funny because we're out of the one side of our mouth and by we, I mean TikTok. TikTok out of the one side of its mouth is like, you should be dating multiple people. You shouldn't put your eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. Like get out there. On the other side though, it's saying like, oh, if somebody only takes you to coffee, that means they're going on a ton of dates. Yeah, you told me that you told them that they should. Yeah, and some people say even drinks. No, don't do drinks for a first date. Only do dinner. I'm and, the I'm the literal opposite. I'm like I do not I mean, want to do dinner on a first date with someone I've never met. No, because majority are, we're all like, have I ever met this person? Like, do I want to be spending X amount of time with them and locked into a full meal? Most right. of us, it, it's a no, especially from online. So I'm kind of like, I love the coffee date when I am one super busy, like my calendar's full. A lot of times I'm like, yeah, I actually can run out in the middle of the day and do a coffee thing real quick. Yeah. Uh, but also because I kind of like that it's low investment. And that's something that I prefer when someone wants to move from the app to a date quickly. Mm. I'm like, make this a coffee then. Like, and I'm not even a coffee drinker, but something short like that. You actually reminded me that I forgot to update about the immediate ask out Kirk on Hinge. Oh, shit. Yeah. When you said that. So just quick update. I took your advice while we were recording. I replied to him and said, like, would you be down to, you know, have like a five minute phone call? Like I'm before I say yes. He said yes. Okay. And then he was like, I'm just finishing up work, like something. And I was too after we were recording. So I was like, yeah, perfect. Like I'm going to be done with my stuff around eight, you know, so anytime after that. And he said, great. And I gave him my number. He never called. Oh, but no follow-up even? Not even like a text? Nope. Nothing. Oh, well. Like he basically was like, I'll call you when I'm done with whatever yeah. he was doing and then didn't. Oh, well. So there we go. Low investment. There you go. You saved totally. it. I did. And I, well, I potentially saved getting canceled on again. <laughs> yeah, also that. Because apparently he's super flaky. Can't even commit to a five-minute phone call three hours in advance. Right. Or just follow up the next day like, hey, shit got crazy. Sorry. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. anything. You'll hear from him in a month when he's in Europe traveling around. And <laughs> and he wants to bug me when he gets back. <laughs> we'll um, get back. So anyway, I agree with you. I don't think coffee dates are unacceptable. I like to do a coffee and a walk so it doesn't feel as much like I'm like sitting down for an interview. Yeah, it's just harder in the colder months, but yes, I've done that true. many a times. Yeah, very true. Also, people open up more easily when they're moving of any kind and also not looking directly at you. Side to side, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah they say that there, it's like a good idea to have serious conversations in the car, like while you're driving. For both, I of know, those which reasons. isn't that crazy because I'm like, but someone's driving a vehicle, <laughs> like, and also like you're going somewhere. So like, what if the conversation doesn't go well? Then you get to the place and you're like fighting. Yeah, you're like, let's talk about our relationship on the way to my cousin's wedding. It'll be right. great. It'll, it'll it'll work out great. The oyster loved to do that. The oyster loved to bring up Ugh. things he was mad about while we were going somewhere. 
But because it, it puts you in a spot like you can't make a scene and get that mad. Or Basically. there's a time limit on you being mad. Basically. Like, and then we get out of the car and there's people around. So Like I, spe- I specifically remember this one time Ugh. we were meeting his friend and his friend's girlfriend. For the first time, I'd never met these people. We were doing like a double date picnic in um, Brooklyn Bridge Park, like on the water in, yeah. in Brooklyn. I was living in downtown Brooklyn at the time. So we were going to walk there. So we had like gathered all of like picnic stuff that we were bringing. We leave and he chooses the walk to the park to meet them to bring up something that he was mad about. Oh, damn. And then we ended up arguing. I mean, we argued all the time in this relationship as as previously discussed. But like we ended up arguing for the whole walk and then we were like practically not speaking by the time we arrived at the park. Uncomfortable. Yeah. And then I had to fucking pretend to not be livid while meeting his good friend for the first time. Oh, I hate – I would hate that so much. I did. I did hate it. Anyway, so don't do that on your coffee dates, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, this is ultimately something I'm like, whatever. If you want to have this preference, go for it. It's going to small and just make your pool smaller. But like as someone that's open to it, I haven't done it a crazy amount. No, me either. Sometimes it's just like – happens but it would often be guys that were very quickly like let's get a drink but they would say let's get a coffee yeah uh but sometimes i kind of appreciated the midday like on a saturday and i was like yeah i have stuff at night like it happens but yeah and i'm totally with you if you don't want to do coffee dates if you don't want to do drink dates if you want your standard to be that someone takes you to dinner totally fine yeah where i think it then goes too far is they're like oh if he's taking on you taking you on a coffee date like fuck that no, yep. if I want to go on a coffee date, let me live. Also, you know what they don't take into account on this that I just realized is some mm-hmm. people just don't drink. So well, they want you to go to a meal. Right. But I'm, but I'm saying like sometimes people ask you for a coffee instead of drinks because they're like, yeah, I don't drink alcohol. So right. like um, actually Lindsay Metzler that we're going to have on, she's sober and her first date with her now husband was a coffee. Yeah. So like if she had this rule, she wouldn't have met her husband. So it's like. So there you go. Rules Who debunked. Cares? Yeah. <laughs> debunked. Fuck that. <laughs> um, okay. All right. I got to ask you this. Okay. The article mentioned uh, a lot about manifestation. Uh-huh. Have you ever tried to manifest a boyfriend or manifest your partner? So not in the like full sense of it, mm-hmm. but... I think, and we talked about this in the manifestation episode that we did with Haley Hoffman Smith a few months back um, with Rourke. I think there are parts of manifestation that do make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And one of those things is making a list of the things that you're looking for in a partner and being really specific about it. Okay. Did you feel like you also kind of do this with your matchmaker a little? I did. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that was one of the big things that we talked about on the Patreon. Somebody asked, like, what do you think you've learned from matchmaking? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've really learned is way more about what I'm looking for because I had to talk it through with someone else. Mm-hmm. And then and they make you kind of prioritize, like, what's the top three, right? Exactly, exactly. And that, I think, when I have previously written down a list of what my dream partner is like, that has been something that I've really appreciated about it because it has made me think like, okay, what's truly important to me? Let's get specific about it. Hmm. And that has been helpful to me. But I haven't done a like, you know, 
I'm going to describe this exact person and then it's going to happen. So you've never done, you sit down, you make the list and it's like, these are all the qualities I want in my person. Like personality, their mindset. No, that's what, what I'm saying. I have done that. Oh, you have. Okay. So but that not you have. that I have done, but I don't think, I think that it was more so from the lens of like, let me get really clear about what I'm looking for so that mm-hmm. when I find it, I'll know. Yeah. I have, I had a friend that she gave me this advice to do this. It was right after I had a breakup Mm -hmm. and she said, that's what gets her excited to get back out there in the world is you kind of start thinking about what your next partner will be like. It like, yeah, she said it gives her hope of like, oh, there's people out there. I'm going to find someone that is this thing. Yeah. However, anything I've seen on the manifesting as much as I like have tried it, I just, I, I don't truly believe in it. And I hate to say that because I don't want to be a negative person, but I kind of hate that like the video they linked she was like, make, you know, the list exactly what they're like, appearance, personality, mindset, and even like what your relationship looks like. Like, oh, yeah. we're always laughing together in the kitchen, right? And then... I think that she, sounds lovely, but okay. Right. And she said she read some book about manifesting and she was like, and I made this list and it's always like, and the next day I went, I matched with the man that is now my boyfriend. And I'm always like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. All right. Give me the manifestation coach that it hasn't come to fruition yet for her and believes in it. Because that's who I want to hear from. Because <laughs> well, <laughs> that's I how do... I feel when I do it. I've never done the thing. And then like, you know, a y- even a year later, been like, oh, oh, my God, it's that man from my list. Well, that's why I do. I believe in it to an extent mm-hmm. where like I think that there are pieces of it that can be really helpful tools. Right. It is not the end-all be-all for me. Yeah. Like one point she makes in the video that sometimes can get taken the wrong way was now looking at the list, it's like, are you doing the inner work on yourself to attract that type of person? Absolutely. If like, if I, if I'm writing down, for example, if I'm writing down that I want somebody who is really thoughtful and something that I want in a relationship is somebody who, which these are, these are literal things from my list something that I want in a relationship is somebody who goes out of their way to, you know, pick up the cookie that I really like on their way home Mm -hmm. or like sees a little tchotchke that makes them think of me and like brings it home, like whatever. If I want that, am I also that person that I'm looking for? Right. And it even means that even on like bigger scale things of like have their finances in order. It's like, okay, well, do you have your finances in order? Like, yeah, and not to say that like, oh, you have to be a certain way, but like, yeah, I do think there is something to like, if you are looking for X, Y, Z, it's like, okay, well, other people are looking for X, Y, Z as well. Yeah. And oh, like, yeah. Good. I was going to say a good, a great example would be like, you were like, I'd love a man that volunteers. It's like, okay, do you ever volunteer? Right. Oh, well, and also- You know where you would meet volunteering men? Uh, at that, volunteering exactly. things. Like, exactly. Duh. Well, that, because it's like, okay, so if I, yeah, if I, lo- if I want somebody who volunteers and I don't, first of all, it's kind of hypocritical of me, but right. also, where's the best place to meet that person? Right. Or you could even say, like, religion. I want someone that is, you know, very religious in this religion. It's like, okay, are you a part of any type of that community where you are naturally meeting other people with those same beliefs? It's like, no. Oh, well, then no wonder it's harder for you. Like, yeah, I I do think that that's something that could get that could be helpful in writing it down. Right. Is like, oh, okay, here's the kind of person I'm looking for. Where do I think that person might be? Yeah, that's like the next question to ask. Yeah. Like, um, and yeah, you're right. If it's, if it's somebody who's like, you know, their community is really important to them and they volunteer and they do those things. Okay. Well, let me get involved in my community 
and mm-hmm. go to those events where the like those like-minded people are going to be. Yeah. Which it was, that was the, I think the last point of the video she made was, yeah, put yourself in situations where you can meet people more, but I'd be like, yeah, even more specifically, where are the kinds of people that you just described? Yeah. Right. Those people. And you know, know, start making out in bars. What do I know? (laughs) Right. Or it's like, or if you are a sober person, like, hey, go hang out at that coffee shop pretty often. Like find the other people that are often hanging in there. Like, yeah. Cause 'cause someone that's out at a bar till 2am drinking, probably not going to be your person. If you're, if you yourself don't want to be out in a bar drinking. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. If you're, Whatever. that's, if that's not where, what you want to be doing, best to not meet people doing that thing. Right. Because yeah. then it's like, that actually happened to me with the coach. We met playing volleyball and one of the biggest points of contention in our relationship was how much I wanted to play volleyball mm-hmm. and he wasn't that into it anymore, which is fine. But I was always like, yo, you, we met doing this thing. Mm-hmm. You know how important it is to me. I don't understand. Like, this isn't the surprise. I didn't spring this on you yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, I'd agree. That's, and that's the part that's tough of, like, we're naturally people that do change sometimes. Of course. And that's fine. And, like, I, I, was, I was fine with the fact that he was shifting away from wanting to play. Right. But, like, I wasn't. Yeah. Okay. So we only have time for one more. So... Guys, you want to submit us more of these TikTok theories and stuff Please to do? do? We're open to it. I think, and we is... have more on our list, so we could absolutely do another episode. We do. Okay, so here's one. I think we'll end on a, on a good one here. Great. So there was one, and it was this woman talked about um, the biggest thing she like learned when, when approaching any relationship in life. So not only dating but friends is was about noticing your energy, mm. and she was like, people that you are around. Do you feel lifted up? Do you feel better? Do you feel like your energy is fulfilled being around them? First people that you feel take away your energy and it always feels like work for some reason and sticking to just who do you feel good around personally? And those are the people you should be around more and notice the friends or relationships of yours that you often feel worse being around them in any way, shape or form. Literally your energy is drained or just I don't know. A lot of times it's like the negativity is what I've been noticing lately. And that's kind of been my 2023 thing is like really trying to be more in the positive. So it's when you're doing that, it is so obvious when you're around someone that you're like, oh, they're just negative all the time. Yeah, that really gets me. It's, it goes back to so right now I'm doing that this thing where I post the best part of my day every day. Mm-hmm. And I came across this TikTok talking about lucky girl syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. That's another hot trend right now. Yeah. And they're they're people taking it to the extreme where then I think it goes to like a toxic positivity place where it's Mm -hmm. just like, I'm all like, you know, I'm always focusing on the good and nothing is bad. And I think that that gets to be too much. Yeah. But similar to what I was saying about manifestation, I think there are pieces of it that can be good tools. And one of those things that I've really been enjoying is because I am posting the best part of my day every day, I'm spending the day wondering if this is the best part. Yeah, it's like... Which is fun. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like with dating app combos. Sometimes I'll say, like, what was the highlight of your week? And it yes. already puts people in a better mindset right. in general, and as opposed to, like, what was the what was the worst thing that happened at work oh this God. week? It's like, Imagine I don't want to be reminded. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I like, I like then seeing, like, oh, is this somebody who can pick out a highlight and, like, talk excitedly about something cool that happened this week? Yep. 
And so I really, I, you, you are correct. You, when we were deciding if we were going to do another one, you were like, you'll like this one. Like you were right. (laughs) Um, and that's something that I talked about. I don't remember who it was that I went out with now. I think it was the Padre where I felt like my energy was just drained Mm -hmm. because I was, I don't even know why, but I would leave our dates feeling drained and feeling like I just wasn't my authentic self on the date. Yeah, which is tough. Tough. And I definitely want to date people that fill my cup and Mm -hmm. make me feel really energized and excited to see them again. And I think that that's actually my preferred way of thinking about whether I want to go on another date with them rather than the attraction thing or the spark thing. Yeah, that's how I felt with uh, King of Queens. Yeah, I was like, like my you energy said, was I love picked up energy. all night. I liked being around it. I was like, yeah, because long-term relationship, I'm like, oh, it's, who do I like being around for a very, very long time? Yeah, Even more so than just the attraction. Um, I was going to say, too, there's something, too, of like your instincts. You ever seen that stat of if you easily fall asleep around people, it's like because you feel safe and there's some yeah. chemical that gets released in your brain. And that's often why, like, when you're with people you love, you'll, like, fall asleep watching a movie as opposed to, like, if you're in a room full of new friends, you'll be wide awake during the movie. That's really interesting. So, like, you being around your friends at the bar, not paying attention to your phone, it's, like, a similar thing. You're like, I feel safe, like, nothing bad is going to happen to me or, you know, to my phone because I'm with all these people that make me feel so safe. I've thought about that with my cats where, like, when I've had guys over – my cats are very shy, specifically mm-hmm. Rory. Logan is shy at first with most people, but Rory is shy forever with everyone. Rory is less shy with men I'm dating in the past who have come over. That makes sense, though, because if they see you, it's with because them. of the energy I'm putting out, and because we are and more so than even like when Cindy's over. Oh, okay. I, I think it's because I'm not. I'm like cuddled up with the guy. I'm obviously not cuddled up with Cindy on the couch. So like, even though I'm obviously very comfortable with Cindy, it's a different energy. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. And I've noticed a very big difference with Rory where he like, he will come up and let men that I'm dating pet him. Yeah. That's very odd. Huge for him. Rory did not like me. (laughs) He doesn't not like you. No, He he don't love me though. Well, he doesn't like anybody. I'm going to sit in your lap next time I'm over. It's like, (laughs) come on, Rory. I'll bait you. Come on over. Yeah, so I, but I've noticed that. So I and I think it, I think it's an energy thing. So yeah, I'm I'm into this theory. Yeah, I like it. Thought that was a nice one to end on. I love it. I All love right. It. Well, I kind of like this. I don't want to jump the gun and say new series, but uh, it always it always piques my interest. There's always TikTok trends happening here and there. So if you have any dating theories or I don't know, I guess dating rules, whatever you come across on TikTok, submit it to us to do. Yeah, for another absolutely. One. It'll I love be it. fun. So findingmrheight.com slash podcast. We take all your suggestions, guests, TikToks, whatever you want to send. We appreciate it. So thank you all for listening. Have a good week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.